What is up, everybody? Welcome to another amazing week of the LA Soccer Hub show, man. It's been awesome. Lots going on. Gold Cup. I don't know if you guys had a chance to go to the Gold Cup. Mexico won. It was big. A lot of, a lot of people were excited. Also, I had a lot of people on Twitter who were heartbroken. And with that, we got Justin Ruderman joining us. Justin, how you doing? Doing well, man. I'm glad that we finally have a little bit of break uh, with this all-star break ahead of this League's Cup. So finally a little bit of rest, uh, Gold Cup over right before the Women's World Cup. All the hype is around Messi right now. We could talk about that, but at least you know a little bit of break from games I, I think is nice for once in MLS. Yeah, yeah, like the, the breaks from games because they're were, they were going in and out. There's just so much, so much stuff coming in. And yeah, well, we got the MLS All-Star Week coming up this mm -hmm. here in a couple of days. Um, also coming into town. Yeah, like the Women's World Cup. It just it just keeps on adding and adding on. Um, yeah, and it also messy, just seeing the messy news. It was unfortunate that it was raining there for them. Um, but yeah, but it is what it is. The GOAT showed up and all that. Um, but yeah. Do you, do we should we should we start about the gold cup? Should we talk about the gold cup or do you, or should we skip hop right over? in? Let's hop right Let's in. Hop. So I don't know. I don't know if you've noticed. I don't know if you guys can see. I got my my Mexico uh, shirt jersey. You know, I got the scarf as well. And it was a it was a big weekend for us, Justin. So let, let's get things started the right way. <laughs> For those of you who are who are not on video, he just put a sombrero on. <laughs> oh man! Big weekend. Tell us, tell us. Did I lose you there? Tell, tell us, tell us your thoughts For a on, second, the, on the World yeah. Cup, Justin. There we go. Yeah, I mean, Mexico needed this, right? It's it's what they needed right now to keep the coach in charge. I think you're going to be, you know, in favor of that. And, uh, you know, uh, their first trophy in what, a few couple years. And, you know, it's a, it's a big win for them to get hopefully back on track from their perspective. Right. Yeah. Look what I would say being at SoFi stadium, it was insane. I think you got an opportunity to go last year at, at the gold cup or the links cup when they did it. But I don't think I've ever heard a stadium this loud. It was only it was only seventy thousand people at the stadium. But just the way that the SoFi Stadium is built, it's designed. As soon as Santi Jimenez's goal went in, or even Henry Martí's first goal went in, and as soon as Santi Jimenez's goal went in, it it was just insane. It was loud, just beer showers. I always want to say like it felt like when when Santi Jimenez's goal came, it just felt like the showers going for like 30, 30 seconds or so. Like it, it like. It was nonstop. My boy, my brother was at. He was like in the second, like in the two hundred section. I went down, watched it with them for a little bit. Um, it was just like nonstop, like rain, like beer showers. It was just going. It was it was an insane experience. But like I, after a minute of that happening, you just saw nothing from like down from like the five hundred section, and it was just like it was it was just incredible experience. Uh, just seeing that, um, obviously seeing Jimmy Losando. Uh, getting his trophy, getting the rec recognition, because there's, there's been, you know, obviously the decision whether he's going to stay on as coach or not. But look, man, I'm sitting smiling. We won, we won the Gold Cup. You know, I don't want to get too overly excited because uh, we got Copa America, which is obviously the biggest deal. But a win is a win. You got to celebrate the wins, right, Justin? 
Absolutely. And can we talk about Santi Jimenez? Because this guy just won Mexico a gold cup with, you know, basically a last minute winner, the solo goal running from basically midfield on his own. Incredible, fantastic goal. But everybody knew that he's the best striker in Mexico's player pool, right? He should be the number one starter. And he hasn't been. I think that after this, he has to be right. I mean, all the fans knew it. Now it's time for it to finally happen on the pitch, right? That that was the biggest thing too. Seeing Santi Jimenez finally get his moment. Um, I think everybody we've all we've all seen what he's done with with Feyner, Feynerhood. Uh, we've seen what he's done with Cruz Azul, and I think everybody was just waiting for that moment. And this was his moment. You know, again scoring the game winning goal. The way he the way he just took on the defender and, and just he led himself with that pass and then just finished it with his left foot. We've we've seen we've seen him take on defenders like that, but just. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Doing it in the final and then, you know, obviously just just the way he did it and how special a moment it was. And you saw how he celebrated and how much that goal really meant to him. Um, he had that special moment. He had that special play. And I think now that he has that, um, you know, hopefully you're going to start seeing more and more of him uh, potentially hopefully start. He is, he is the best striker. I would even say he's the best striker in Concacaf. Um, you know, okay, let's just the not way go he's playing. I, look, that 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 I feel <laughs> Fuller strong and about that. Exists, my guy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's there's levels, there's levels to it. I think what Santi. Yeah, exactly. There's levels. <laughs> there's levels. Santi's, Santi's good Santi's, in Eredivisie, and and well, Arsenal are well, not taking less than fifty million right now for Balogun. So there are levels to this. There are, but like. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be obviously 100% biased, and you're going to be 100% biased. But I, I, mean, I, I, I don't even think Santi's second, I, right? Jo- I mean, Jonathan David's tearing up Liga, so I, I don't know. Yeah, well, John, well look, I'm, I'm saying I'm being biased. But I, I what I've seen in his stature and in his physical – that play alone, we haven't seen Balogun do it with the U.S. Men's National Team. This just is – this is we've the, the, the way Santi scored his goal is what you want a number, number striker to do, be big and physical – and lead himself with that. And that that's what some of the best strikers in the world do. And I think just seeing how, what you expect from him and you see the pace and the speed. Um, I don't know. I, get, I give that goal 10 out of 10 just because what, what he did and how he positioned himself from half field just to go to go and score the goal. It, it, was, it was an insane play. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I just, just seeing that, just seeing him get the recognition, just seeing Jimmy Lozano do that. And then there's also a couple of players. I would have even said Henry Martin played a good game. As well, we're seeing we've seen a lot of players had a, had a really good successful too, and then also five 
Mexican players made the made the best eleven uh, for Concacaf and Gold Cup. Look, I don't I don't want to get overly excited because it is Gold Cup. Um, you know, Copa America. Like I said, Copa America is, is the real deal. But at least for me, I think this is Mexico is on the right path. And now there's there's that foundation that we didn't have with Diego Coca. There was a lot of different things, and I think this is like the first time that we're starting to feel proud about the team again. You know, I don't, I don't want to jump the gun, but you're starting to feel proud after, you know, the, the, just the chaos going in. And now you're starting to have, but good momentum right now. Yeah. I think, no, I th- I think you're right. I think the one issue is that not not it's not about Mexico, but it's more about the Gold Cup, right? Because I think the Gold Cup is on the way down because nobody seems to value it really anymore. No, not sending you know the first teams, um, choosing like the Nations League, which I think that we can all agree was originally a money grab tournament, uh, over it because of the way that it falls in the schedule and it it's hurting the Gold Cup. And then you add Copa America in there, and it's like you know why are we even focused on Gold Cup anymore? Um, and I think that, you know, kind of hit this year where it's like, is it really the tournament that it used to be? Um, unfortunately, I don't think it is. I hope we can build it back to that. But yeah, as far as uh, the Gold Cup, unfortunately, not that great. As far as the Mexico, hopefully for them on the upswing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like with the, with the tournaments that they're having around, I mean, it is losing its value in Copa America. It's coming, like you said, coming here next year. It's like, they, they kind of just overdid it with the tournaments, right? Like, like you, you just, you, you can only have so many tournaments, you know, right? And you can only have so many people care about these things, especially when you have the Nations League right after the Gold Cup. It, it kind of just seems a little weird, at least for me, because then, the, then you can, then you have to question, right? Like, okay, what's going on with this? It, it does feel like a money grab. Which trophy really means more? Does the Gold Cup mean more? Does the Nation Leagues mean more? Does Copa America? Obviously, Copa America. Copa America, you know, so in like which, which, which all these different things going on. But I think at the end of the day, if you play in a tournament and you have a chance to win it, you want to win it. But I think moving forward, I think there needs to be a, a clear identity after this year, which tournaments, which, and hopefully we don't have these like stacked one, one after the other, because it just, there's really no difference um, between Nation Leagues and Copa America. I guess, yeah, you had Qatar playing the Gold Cup. That's the only difference. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know what's, what's going on with, with CONCACAF and doing this. Um, but, yeah, I think the big test for Mexico and obviously for the U.S. is Copa America and how they, they, they prepare for that because then also that's going to lead, lead into the World Cup. And I think also, like, before, like, when Diego Coca and just the way things ended with, with Tata Martín, the Mexican national team, I was like, I don't, I don't know what, what's going on with the national team or anything like that. And come Jimmy Lozano, right, it was really quick. He wins the Gold Cup. Now, like I said, you're starting to see the foundation and stuff, but you still need to see more. I still need to see more. I still need to see a couple more. But at least there's one coach that both the players are happy about and then the fans are very happy about. And typically you don't get that, right? You, you don't get that. Obviously, we see what's going on over there with the U.S. But every, everybody's all aboard Lambo, Lambo Jimmy, and I'm excited to see where this, where this leads. No, and and that's what's important, right? Because if you can unite the Mexican fan base behind their coach, uh, you can really push that team forward with a fan base, right? So I think that is very, very important. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, the reason that they did the Nations League was just they're trying to copy UEFA, you know what I mean? And UEFA only added the Nations League as, you know, a secondary tournament, money grab tournament to a Euros, right? Which would be their equivalent to the Copa America, uh, whereas, you know, we did it because it was our equivalent to Gold Cup, but that was without Copa America. So now it's just too many tournaments, I think. Uh, in my opinion, you axe one, but I, I doubt that's actually going to happen. So um, we'll, we'll see. But uh, to me, it's like Gold Cup is, you know, a longstanding tournament that should be valued and there just shouldn't be a Nations League, in my opinion. But I don't know if we're going to ever get there anymore. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, just look, and I think it was also key for CONCACAF that you needed to have Mexico in, in, in the final because you just just mm-hmm. being being at the stadium, being the tournament, it, it was just insane. I mean, having to be, be there for a few games, it reminded me like some of the Rams games I've gone, like how packed it is. It's been a while since I've been to Rams game, and it was just like, it was awesome to see uh, a, a game that packed in the emotion and just the way SoFi, the energy that SoFi brings and just the lighting and all that different things. It's just, it's just a very exciting venue. Um, yeah. And I, I hopefully they have more tournaments. So obviously hopefully Copa America, uh, I'm assuming we're going to play a few games there. I think they just announced the logo and all these different things, because, you know, obviously we're messy coming here and all these different things, you know, it just adds more and more uh, to the growth of the game here, here in this country. Um, Justin, I want to, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about more on um, what we see with with Messi coming in here. With that, the the potential. I know there's been also a little speculation that uh, Copa Libertadores, that Liga MX, and MLS potentially join that. Let, let's 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 shift, shift over and let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, the biggest moment in American soccer history with Messi joining. Um, I really don't think there is much understating what this can mean for the league. There's already, uh, I believe, an owners meeting tomorrow about rule changes, um, discussing, you know, how you can bring in players like adding Jordi Alba, who they're about to add, and potentially Luis Suarez, who you'd probably have to give a DP spot to. So, you know, things have to change in order for Miami to build the super team that they want to build. And um, while that does, you know, give them a head start over other teams, they're the ones pushing it. And so to me, it's like, you know, they deserve that for for changing MLS and the way that Beckham did um, back in the day. And, uh, you know, that that is what it's always going to be compared to is is that move or Pele's move. But I think um, when you look at Beckham, since it was obviously the same league, uh, back then it was just such a small league. And he made it into, you know, a, a league that was established, really, and a real league. And now it goes from that to uh, a league of choice, right? A league mm-hmm. where players decide, I want to go there. Not only is it, um, you know, they, they can get a good amount of money, they can get pre- reasonable salaries, but it's a great place to live in America and the quality of the league is improving, um, you know, day by day even at this point, right? So. I think it's just incredible to see and hopefully he performs as well as everybody thinks he can uh, with that, with that team Busquets as well. Um, It's really, and I think Busquets is just going under the radar because of Messi, right? That would be, uh, you know, that would get so much hype if it wasn't for Messi, Um, you know, Jordi Alba as well, but it's just like, they're all taking the, in the shadows of Messi Busquets got, I think, you know, five or 10 seconds to speak at the, at the unveiling. Um, So but yes, obviously it's, it's all about Messi, And I think you see that from the media today at training, right? Um, 
I think one of the inner Miami reporters tweeted, you know, for three and a half years, I was one of the very few, if not the only person at training for, for the past <laughs> years. And now there, yeah. and now there's, you know, hundred plus people at training with the best cameras that money can buy ready to broadcast his training right on Apple TV. So it's, it changes the way that everybody views uh, this league and around the world, I think it is it will do a lot. And hopefully uh, those Apple TV subscriptions go way up for the season pass. Yeah, look, that, that that that's what happens when when you have a player like that. That caliber changes the game. It changes obviously the league and, uh, and how it's perceived and all those all those different things. And I think that's what you want too. And I think you know they they should they should change the rules and everything. Look, if Miami is able to build a super team, let them build a super team. I, I have no problem with it. But I that would assume that would that would trickle down to every MLS team too, right? With LAFC, obviously the LA Galaxy. I think the rules what we've we've mentioned and we've talked talked about it. They're kind of behind and they limit the clubs just so much and like when you get a player like Messi and his and his and his teammates and his friends want to come play with them like how are you not going to open it up and change the rules like you you need to you need to like it's only going to grow it's only going to get more and also too I think the the aspect of Messi um going to the publics the the the, him shopping going grocery shopping right just like a just like any other human being and just seeing, just seeing how um, he was able to just shop it. Obviously it didn't look too chaotic. I also, that is also a great marketing tool for other players that can't even do normal things in Europe. I think that is very appealing to, to players out there that look like, well, if he can somewhat, he did, he wasn't stormed by people in Florida. Um, and he's the biggest, obviously soccer player in body history and he can live somewhat of a normal life. Um, then I could probably also live a normal life too. I think that's also another marketing aspect for the MLS and for players also coming here. No, absolutely. I mean, was it a marketing play to send him to Publix and have him with the Inter Miami sponsor? Absolutely. Was it a genius marketing play? Absolutely. It was pulled off to perfection, and it was you know he all these images are spread around and you talk to Carlos Vela and he said yeah that I mean it's great he's not going to be swarmed in the way that he would be in Europe or Argentina and Vela said that's part of the reason I came to LA as well is so that I can live a normal life outside of the game right so I think um, it's clearly something that it, it draws players here especially players of that caliber who you know, want to live a little bit more of a down low life, which I think you can, you know, look at players like Avello or a Messi, not that they're comparable, but in that sense, they both want to be, you know, a little bit out of the spotlight as Messi, as much as Messi can be um, when they're not on the pitch. Yeah. And just be, be, not be like storm as much because just, you know, I, I can only imagine like, you know, just being having to walk outside and you're like, I damn. Like, you know, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. damn, like people like, you know, like, but like they're your fans. And then, you know, they, 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 you know, you see fans even like the one video I did say I was, which is, which is kind of rude weird. is just like that fan that kissed him. You know, I think that that's when, like, I don't know if you saw yeah. that video, like that, that just was, I think things, when things crossing like that happen, though. obviously man, it's crossing the line too. And that's what I think that's where you're, he's, he's just probably like, man, like, you know, every time he has to step outside the house and, you know, I could only imagine feeling or thinking like, man, I just want to live some, live a normal life, you know, and like something, sometimes I feel like when, when it gets just too crazy, it's like, why even go outside? But it looks like he's going to be able to do that in Miami. It looks like he's going to be able to do that, obviously, here in the United States. When you compare it to Argentina, when you compare it to obviously Europe and all that. And obviously, like you said, you know, he's 
he is he, he's not he's still he's still the greatest player ever but like you know there i think there comes a point in, in someone's life that just wants to be able just to relax a little bit more at least just in the personal when you do certain things and i think getting away from europe getting away obviously uh from argentina it lets them live a little bit more normal life um, well, we'll see what happens uh, with that. Messi makes his debut this weekend. I think they play Cruz Azul this Friday or Saturday. Um, I can only imagine he's going to play like 20, 25 minutes. I can't imagine him playing uh, like full 90 minutes. I don't, I, don't, I don't see that from Messi. But I think even in 20, 20 or 30 minutes, if Inter-Miami is down, which I, I think we're all probably going to assume so, Messi can, can bring him back from a potentially 2-0, potentially 3-0. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe a slot slot on type performance. Messi definitely has that in him, but um, you know, I, I just don't see right now into Miami having success without Messi uh, having an impact in any way with that with that club right now. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens in the game, um, but it, it's just about yeah his debut and having him play, and I don't think he'll play you know more than probably thirty minutes as you say because. It's his first game back, right? He's, he's still in preseason, really, um, starting his preseason today, really, when you think about it. And so it's just not feasible for him to play that many minutes. But, you know, he can he can go win a game with 30 minutes. So we'll see. But again, I don't I don't think there's a reason to put pressure on him to go, you know, have a Zlatan performance in his first game because it is preseason for him. And I think that's what he uses this League's Cup as is preseason to prepare for that Open Cup, which is what I, Inter Miami should really be focusing on it for, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll see with all, all the the lights with the cameras. League's Cup is going to be exciting. I, I want to see how this this tournament works, and you know like how much interest it really draws. Because there's a lot of questions. A lot of people are like, not some people are hyped about it. Some people don't really care about it. So I, I just want to see, um, you know, how it goes and how it market it is, and how many people really engage with it. Because if there's going to be no league next. There's going to be no MLS. Uh, Team or, or, or schedule going on. This is both things are stopping for this, and we'll see the engagement, all these different things, and how it works. Um, I do want to talk uh, about uh, another Mexican player. He's being linked to coming to Los Angeles. Um, Chucky Lozano. Let's talk about Chucky Lozano potentially coming to LAFC. I, I know that it's a possibility, but also if you know a little bit more about the roster rules and what LAFC kind of has going on, it's a little difficult, right? Let's put it that way. It's a little difficult for Chucky Lozano just to come in because they would have to move a couple of different pieces. But give, give me your, your initial thoughts on, on Chucky Lozano potentially coming to LAFC. Yeah, I mean, this has been LAFC's long-term plan, right? To replace Vela with another Mexican superstar coming in at, what, is he 27, I believe, still? Um, yeah, and, yeah, and so, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, 27, 28, right in the prime of his career. If they can you know, pull that off to replace Vela, I think that is um the ideal scenario for them right um as far as the roster rules they don't have a full dp slot open right now they have a young designated player slot open uh which means that chucky can not fill that slot it would need to be opened up to a full dp slot there are a few ways to do that uh one of them being selling cifuentes uh you would then have to either buy down or sell chiqui palacios probably as well because uh, that is the way that you open up a full DP slot is to only have one U22 on the roster. Right now, LAFC have three with Stipe Buke, Palacios, and Cifuentes. So that it, there would t- need a little bit of shuffling. Um, that is manageable, though it can be done. And LAFC obviously have a large amount of GAM stacked up 
from the Mahalo Poku trade if they want to use that towards Chucky Lozano and, and buying down contracts to open up a DSP spot for him. That can be done. So I think in, in the end, if Chucky wants to come to LA and LAC want to get it done, it, it can happen. Now, there's also talk about this contract and offering 20 to $25 million. I think that that is uh, absurd. I don't think really? that, that is. They yeah, I don't that, think yeah, that, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Well, I, I don't think that that's reasonable. I don't think that LAFC would consider that. Um, if Chucky and his agent are asking, that's that's ridiculous and it won't happen, uh, which is what Doug McIntyre reported. But he also reported that LAFC have no interest, which to my knowledge, my understanding is not the case. I, I think they have had interest for years. Interest doesn't mean that it's going to happen, though. Right. So uh, I think it, there's still a lot of work to be done, but. I don't think it's you know impossible to happen as it's as some people are saying. I think there's uh, there's it's still a possibility, but that number would have to come down for the salary significantly, right? Well below, I and mean, we're talking like ten million dollar area. Yeah, I, I I'm more on the one. Let me just say this: I would uh, as much as I I, I like choosing everything. I, I I would love Chucky to stay in Europe. I would really like for him to stay in Europe. I, I don't want him to come to LA just yet. Um, but if it is, you know, we'll, we'll see. Like if he comes to LAFC, obviously, you know, I'm not going to fight it or anything like that. I would love for him to stay uh, out there. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, knowing how LAFC operates and how they, they go about things, I think at the, at the height, I think they were paying like Carlos like six, six or seven million. Obviously, that was a few years ago. But yeah, I, like if he does come, I think 10 million, around 10 million would make sense for Chucky. Uh, obviously, he's the most, uh, similar to Carlos Vela, he's the most popular player at that time. Uh, it's Chucky Lozano, even, even though he didn't play in the Gold Cup, he didn't play in the Nations League. He's Mexico's, I would say, like best player, best winger, you know, what, what he does. And he's the most loved player, um, you know, outside of Memo Ochoa, obviously. And uh, he's the most, one of the most loved players in the Mexican national team. So I think his popularity is very high, um, even though he hasn't played. Um, and I think, yeah, like I think twenty million is just is just is too is way too much. But look, sometimes you got to shoot high. If you're his agent, you got to shoot high and see where 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 you, where you can land. If LAFC does want to move, if LAFC is interested, I, I, I definitely believe there's interest. And in, you know, if you living in LA, you do need the next superstar to come in and replace. Obviously, there's Danny Buanga. But I, it would be like a perfect, almost perfect re- replacement for Carlos Vela. Not saying Carlos Vela is going to be gone after as soon as he comes. I would assume Carlos Vela still stay, stays on and continues to play. But it, it would be almost a perfect replacement for Carlos Vela because he is, he's, he's going to play for the national team. He has, We have a big Mexican population, obviously, here in L.A. He's a winger. Um, you know, LAC, even though they need a number nine, I mean, you, you can't go wrong with the, with the, with a very explosive winger, and I think the big the the if Fuentes leaves, which we expected him to leave like almost a month ago, uh, a few weeks by now, um, if Fuentes goes on to Rangers, I think if that's the first domino, then that's when I'm like, okay, this is a possibility, and then I think what will really tell us is that when you say the buy down of Chiqui Palacios and doing all that, because then you're like, okay, they're going to get Chuki Lozano. But that, there's a lot of things to do because they need Chucky, they need they need Chiqui Palacios. They need that left back. And then I think they need another midfielder. So it's like 
you're moving, you're, you're going to be moving a lot of pieces. So uh, right now I think it's a possibility, but I, I'm not, I'm not too really sold on it just yet. Yeah. I think that Sifu, I mean, honestly, I don't really expect Sifu to move at this point unless it's in order to bring in Chuki. Um, because I don't see a point for selling him for, for, you know, a million, million and a half. I don't think there's really a point to that, but, um, if if that happens, yeah. Otherwise, I don't even see LAC bringing in an, another midfielder. Um, I think you focus on that nine. But it, you know, as we, as you say, wingers FC. So it, it, anything can happen there. Um, <laughs> as far as as far as the uh, as far as the, the the Mexican fan base, it's a really good point you bring up because um, I think the reaction in Mexico would be really important if this were to happen. Um, because I think you know a lot of people would not be very happy, obviously, but it would also uh, say a lot about MLS and like, you know, the, the Liga Mekis versus MLS debate. If the best Mexican player is, as you're calling him goes to MLS rather than, you know, Liga Mekis, um, and moves out of Europe to do so, then I think that the Mexican fan base would probably not be happy with that. Yeah. That's, that's why for me personally, I don't want him to come. Um, I just want him to stay out there in Europe. And I think he still has a lot to offer, out there and i think he's just gonna grow and develop but look i also I also thought the same thing when carlos vela came here and he, he mm. did that and even though carlos vela was um in mls and the, and he went to world cup in 2018 he was mexico's best player playing in mls so you can still mm. keep your form you can still keep your form and you can still continue and play at a high level right just because messi plays in mls we don't think he's not the goat, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's like right, there, right. there, there, there are, there are, there are, there are exceptions in players like Carlos Vela, right? And players like Messi, who I'm not comparing, players like Chucky Lozano. Those guys could be exceptions who could play in the MLS, which is probably not the highest level, uh, uh, clearly not the highest uh, pro, pro club level. But you can still keep your form. You can still play at a World Cup. You can still do that. And I think there are certain players that have that exception. Not everybody can do it, but there's certain players that have that, that that exception. And I think those three guys and a bunch of other guys that currently play in the MLS uh, can do it at a high level, regardless of wherever they play. Um, because you can, you got to still keep the games and you got to still keep your form. So that that's why I'm like, I'm a little, I'm a little torn because I want to say, I want him to stay still in Europe and, and killing it. But I also saw what Carlos Vela did here with LAFC and killing it and torn it. And he still, he was scoring goals in World Cup and he was scoring goals even at the highest level uh, and for for some time, like Carlos Vela, you know, he's just that talented, raw, skilled player that it doesn't matter where you play as long as you get those games and you keep your form, you, you can perform wherever. Yeah. And I think, uh, I mean, from a U.S. perspective, uh, I can relate because there's already talk about Pulisic after the 2026 World Cup. Uh, MLS would want to, you know, replace Messi with him as the star man and offer him that 20 to 25 million dollar salary to, to do so. But I, I don't think, you know, he should be coming at that time at 27, 28 years old. He would be after the 2026 World Cup. Uh, I just, you know, I, I still want, you know, the star player of the national team to be in Europe. And so I get that perspective from from the Mexico side as well um, with Chucky Lozano. And that's why it would be a major coup for LAFC if they were to pull it off. Um, and it's not, you know, something that is easy to do or, or um, you know, the, the contracts and all of that is is difficult stuff to negotiate. So interest doesn't mean that it can get done as it as it does on a lot of other cases. Right. 
Yeah, look, say it doesn't get done this transfer window. I mean, those rumors are still going to be there for next year or whatever. Like, you Well, know what that's I'm the like, thing, right? Because you would expect him to move this transfer window, right? Whether it's whether it's within Europe or to LAFC, you would expect this window to, to for him to go because he's on his way out at Napoli and this is, you know, the main transfer window for the rest of the world. So um, mm-hmm. that that's what I would expect, which is why I think all this talk is happening right now is because, yes, LAFC would prefer to get him in the offseason in the winter um, when they can, you know, not worry about all these DP issues that we've been talking about because, you know, they could move on Vela. They could, you know, do other things in the offseason. Sifu will be out of contract. You know, he'll be gone. Uh, all of these type of things make it easier once the offseason comes, uh, which make it more difficult inherently now. But I think that's why the talk is so much right now and that LAFC would probably have to try and get it done now is because, my opinion, I don't think he would still be around in the winter. Yeah, it also depends, too, what, what kind of contract. If he does, like, a one-year contract, two-year contract, say he doesn't come to LAFC or whatever, because, yeah, then I think that's this makes it interesting. I think the other point you are talking about the owners meeting earlier, say they change the rules and then they, they, they change the rules because MLS can change the rules and, like, okay, starting today, you can have four four DPs or whatever. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, unless that happens, then I'm like, okay, yeah, he's probably coming. You know, like, unless that well, happens. that could happen this too. Week that, or this that could week, happen. You know, like, if that happens, then you don't got to sell Sifu and do all these crazy things with, with Cheeky. Um, if that happens and the Ross rules change, then that's another great opportunity for LAC to still keep their players and then just add another piece along with the rest of the, the league if that were the case, right? Then, they, they, then it's a clear possibility. And then, then, then comes the number of negotiation. How That's much the dream, or, or whatever, you know, <laughs> right? But yeah, I, yeah, I, I think it's um, it's there's interest, but we'll we'll see. It, it's not too much. Um, let's move on. Let, let, let's talk about the um the star. You know, it's weird that they ha- kind of have kind of during the week. Um, we see a couple of the folks we know, a couple of the media members out in uh, in DC. Um, Arsenal is going to play MLS All-Stars. How interested are you watching that? I don't know. I know you're a big Man City guy, but how interested are you seeing Arsenal play against the MLS All-Stars? Yeah, I mean, I think the real interest from an American's perspective is Balogun, right? Um, You expect him to play, probably start in that game uh, against, you know, his his national team teammates, maybe in Walker Zimmerman and such. So uh, I think there's some intriguing matchups, but I think Ryan Hollings had put it well. It's you're not you're not, you know, going in studs up with tackles. Nobody's going to get a red card. It's, you know, a friendly in that sense, but you still want to go and win it and prove yourself as an MLS player against one of the best teams, you know, top 10 team probably in the world at this point. So, um, yeah, it's it's good. I uh, yeah, I don't know how much it really means, um, but it, it's fun to watch, and hopefully they can give us some entertainment um, as well in, like, you know, the skills challenge tonight with Denny Bawanga, um, things like that. Hopefully there can be some entertainment, but uh, I think it's one of those things that, you know, when you look at the the MLB All-Star game, the NBA All-Star game, like, they're all falling off, I think, in viewership. NFL, you know, everybody, I think, is falling off in viewership in terms of All-Star games. So I think it's just something that might not be as popular um, with a younger fan base than it was uh, with, you know, in, in the past. Yeah, and I, I think, yeah, I'm interested to see it a little bit, but I'm not going to be too fully engaged. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um I forgot to go back. So let's finish off with this. I forgot to. Say- I, I was. I was gonna say. There's no way we're going through this whole episode without Geo. 
We got it. We got to share something, Justin. Go ahead, Gio. Go ahead. Justin, explain. Go ahead. Okay. So, Justin went, got carried away yesterday and uh, he tweeted. Did this. I get carried so, away? The only way Mexico, the only way Mexico won a tournament anymore is by, is not having to play the US men's national team. Okay. Tell us, tell us why you decided to tweet this and it got good engagement. And then, you, well, that's, you know, that's was, why. But I would say it was a cute tweet. It was a cute tweet. I was like, oh, I was going down Twitter. I was like, oh, this is crazy talk. Let's let's watch this. And then like yeah, uh, I mean, Alan, who's, who's he's like he's like now say ahora señora now say without crying. <laughs> yeah, let's show. Uh, why not show uh, Carlos's Carlos's uh, quote tweet? Then we'll, then we'll see what happens. Oh, but, let's um, see the quote tweet. He said, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> Jesse, probably the worst tick you've had." So Mexico's nine mm. gold cups to the US. Seven. Scroll Let's, down to that reply. Let's see that about, reply. Let's see that reply. <laughs> Did you reply? Did you reply? Did you reply to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I ratioed him, didn't I? Yeah, I think so. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Anyways, let's let's go on. Let's get on to the tweet. I forgot. I forgot to finish this. So tell us, so tell us why you you felt the need to tweet that after Mexico won. Uh, well, for for engagement, of course, but no, I mean <laughs> it's the truth. That's why. It's it's one of those things where it's like when you think of a tweet like that, you're like, oh, okay, well, this is facts, and it will get in good engagement. I know it'll piss off the Mexican fans, but like, why not? Why not? Because it's the truth, and it'll get engagement, and that's what Twitter's all about. So let's do it. I don't usually tweet for engagement, but I. I, I tweeted that because I knew it was the truth, and I just kind of knew it wouldn't get engagement. It's one of those, you know what I mean? The truth, truth to who? Well, I because that that just that all it just sat in when I saw that I was like I was like having such a good day, and I still did, and I was like, oh, someone's mad that we won, someone's upset that we won, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh, you thought Let's you took it as this. I was upset? I just upset that you know you guys didn't win, you guys got knocked out by Panama, you know. I was upset about that because I didn't get to go to the game, but not in terms of of Mexico or. You could have. I mean, you you could have came. And you could have. You could have came and watched Mexico win the World Gold Cup. Yeah, no, I could have, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's no interest for me in watching Mexico beat Panama. Like, who who's interested in that? I don't know, but Mexico fans, I'm sure. But when we're talking about the the truth, and I I just sent you the the tweet if you want to put it up, but the truth is that. Mexico can't beat the U.S. anymore in in competitive tournaments, right? I mean, when we're when we're being honest about it, uh, the past five. Well, I will competitive... say that. Whoa. Go ahead. Well, I, I will say. Hold on. What I will say is, um, U.S. men's national has had it's clear that's had had the, the better half, but also uh, to that I think the Nations League it was it was one in extra time, the one in Denver, right? The first one, it was one in Denver. That was a close one. One in extra time. Totally fine. The last one, this last one, right? Um, the, uh, let's put it this way. The U.S. is clearly better on paper. Let's put it that way. Clearly better on paper. And on the pitch. Clearly better better on paper. Um, this last time with Mexico, no one believed in Diego Coca. No one believed in Diego Coca after what happened with Tata Martino. This, this is the difference, right? Moving forward, now with Jimmy Lozano, it's, it's different because you've had players that believe in the coach. And I think this is where the biggest difference is for the U.S. and Mexico. You guys are going back to Greg Berhalter, who a lot of people, and I don't even think you and yourself are that high on him, but 
it's hard. You don't, you don't go back to your ex, right? Just to put it that way. You don't it's go back really when bad. you know, when you, when you know, when you knew something wasn't working and you gave something a shot and you knew you don't, instead of we've moved on from Diego Coca, right? After we, we lost, learned our lesson, we moved on. Look, there's still a bunch of issues with the Federation, but I think now it's different for, for Mexico and US. I'm very excited. I, I really wanted to see US Mexico, just like the rest of the world. Unfortunately, U.S. didn't make it. And I think it's different from Mexico now because when you have players that believe in the coach, you have players that do that, and you see how exciting you, co- coaching matters in this sport. Coaching matters in professional sports. And there's certain things that you saw, at least I saw, that were different. And, yeah, I mean, you may say that tweet, but I think I think that tweet, it's kind of it's kind of holding the value when the U.S. didn't make it to the final. Right, the U.S. didn't make it to the final. With, with this, a C team, with the, we are. This is our B team too. We don't have Chucky I mean, We don't have. We don't have Alexis Vega. Best striker, your best striker went and won the game. Edson Alvarez was on the squad. I mean, those are those are two of your three best players. No. Yeah, but like those those players, uh, they rather Edson Alvarez is looking for a team look, right now. Edson Alvarez is, is look. Why why not get these games going on if 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 you're looking to move on, right? And then also on top of that, you're in the Mexico's in this transition period. To, to, to see and Edson Alvarez wanted to play for Jimmy Lozano and all these different things right and I think for no, me I'm, like wh- I'm what, just saying it's is, not a, what, it's not a B squad I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call that Mexico's A squad it's, I think it's an A minus squad sure uh, I'm, but point no, being it, no, it's very it, it doesn't even come down to that though you can argue about A B C it doesn't matter look at the results Gio when's the last time Mexico beat the United States in a competitive competition no, there's, I'm, 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 there's, there's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not just saying, I'm not, I'm not saying. Well, that's, that all, that's, it, that's all it comes it's, down it's, to, right? Yeah, but like I think for you, yeah, because the last time we didn't have, we didn't have the right players, but I think moving forward with the right players, with the right okay, coaches and everything like that. So, with, with... so your argument is, I believe, your argument is Ted Lasso. Believe, just believe that Mexico <laughs> no, can do it. No. Just believe no, 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 it'll no, no, happen. No, no, no. There's no actual proof. No, 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 there's no, no, no actual reasoning. There's no actual logic. Yes, you can say that the coach is is bringing belief. Sure, Greg Berhalter's not the premier coach for the U.S. men's national team, but ultimately. It comes down to the players on the pitch, Gio. And there is a large, large gap between the two squads. And it's only getting bigger. It's only getting bigger. That's the key point, right? Because if Mexico were... The big difference is going to be the coaching, this next go-around. Watch. This next go-around, Greg Berhalter, Jimmy Lozano is going to be... Jimmy Lozano is a way better coach than, than Greg Berhalter, to tell you the truth. You guys may have better players... But the difference is going to be is how you place those players. Diego Coca didn't know how to position those players. He didn't start Johan Vasquez. He didn't start the he didn't start the players that should have been starting in Europe. And that's the biggest difference, at least for me. How you position those players, how you play those players. Because even we see in the sports, even if you have a better team on paper, the other team that's better coached, better managed, better liked by their players and coached, that goes a long way. Because that that's what we're seeing. And the U.S., you guys are on the same page. None of you guys – can you honestly sit here and tell me that you believe Greg Halter is going to take you deep into Copa America? Can you tell me he is the right I guy for you guys do, to have in, in 2026? I think he'll do better than Mexico in both tournaments. Yes, that nah, is what I can tell you no without way. a doubt. No way. Yes. No yes. way. Abs- Gio, no yes, way. absolutely. No way. No way. Absolutely. Gio, it's about the players. You can talk about Greg Berhalter and Lozano all you want. Whether Lozano's actually a better coach has yet to be seen. Like that winning this tournament does not prove that by any means. Um, but no, no, no. Winning this tournament, it may, it may be true. Having, it may having, no no, it may be it may be true. And it can be proven in the long Olympics run. Won, won a different 
yeah, winning the Olympics and just having a, a, a understanding of how to coach players because also it comes down to I'm not like saying it's not true I'm just saying it hasn't thing. been proven yet right and and once it's proven that's fine even if that is true though it ultimately comes down to the players on the pitch and yes it matters how they're set up yes it matters the coach yes it matters all those things but first of all it's not as if the U.S. players don't believe in Burhalter. the fan base might not but the players in the locker room seem to so that that yeah, is not, you know look, equal I'm with you but like Let's ask Gio. But, right but now the question. point Let's being, ask a couple the players point, the question like, there's certain sure, the Gio, Gio thing has to be dealt with. Absolutely. And I, I assume that those talks will be had in the next few months. But the point being, Gio, is that ultimately it comes down to the players on the pitch. It comes down to results. And in the f- past five competitive matches between these two teams, the U.S. has won four of them, lifting three trophies. Right. So Look, fair. Well, look, I, I don't look, think I'm that not, there's I'm really. I'm not. I'm not. Disc- I'm, not dis- I'm not discrediting that. I, and like that. Yeah. That's all facts. But that's been under that. That has not been under a Mexican coach. That's been under two Argentine coaches. It's a completely different story now. Completely sure, different story. If Jimmy Lozano and, and, and tell my and tell my tweet is wrong, it's right. And tell my tweet is wrong, it's right. And it's been right. For no, I just. I thought it was. I thought it. I thought it was hilarious. I thought. I thought it was hilarious, and I thought it was. You know, it's so funny to tweet it. And I, and I thought it was hilarious. And I was, the reason why to bring it up, I was like, it's perfect for engagement too. But like, I also believe like moving moving forward, like the competitions you won, you won them, right? It's totally fine. I would say the Nations League one was just the first one. Anybody could have won that toss up. The last one in the in the at the Las Vegas, yeah, yes, clearly won that. But I don't think you're making it. But that to shows that, that shows that the that, dip, that shows that the gap is is widening, right? It was, you know, three years ago, two years ago, or three years ago it was right. Yeah, it was close. It, it was U.S. just barely, right? And then yeah, yeah. two no, years there's, later, there's, there's, it's U.S. There's, there's, by three to nil domination. Yeah, but oh, also, oh, also, oh, in Copa America, it co- gets wider. Twenty twenty six gets nah. wider, 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 yeah, it's, wider. It's, it's going to come back. It's going to come back down. Why? Like, but, but what? What well, actual well, logic do you have? Because when you look at the rosters, when you look at the player pools, the U.S. has what 10, 20, 30 young players in Europe thriving. Mexico has what five? Maybe if that. The Mexican players had a better year this year than any of the American players. Christian Pulisic is moving from a different team. Weston McKinney, I don't know where he's going. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces. Like, and then there's a lot. We also like, yeah, you guys have all the players in in, in Europe, but like, they didn't have really good seasons this year. But like, having about, a good season. I don't know. It's not just about those top three. It's not just about those. But also, you also three, have five players. Seasons. It's about it's about having a player pool of 20, 30 young players, 100%, 100%. so that so that. Some of those will succeed. Some of those will fall off, but the ones who are at the top. And when Mexico, I don't know, I can't name for you more than three players on Mexico's in, in that are Mexican national team players playing in Europe under the age of 23. I can't name for you Look, more than three. No, no, that's totally fine. And I don't, I'm not going to sit here and name all these players, but I think moving forward, now that we have a solid foundation and now what we're doing, if Gima Lozano is a coach moving forward, there's going to be a big difference with, with coaching and the coaching decisions and playing positions. Does the U.S. Men's National League have better talent? 100%. 100%. Not going to argue that. As clear as day. Has the U.S. had the better of Mexico? 100%. But moving forward, let's see. You said you said U.S. is going to do better than Mexico in the Copa America. I, I, choose, I choose not to agree with that because I don't, I don't see that. And I think now we actually have a foundation. U.S. Men's National League doesn't really have a strong foundation with the coaching with all the dilemma and everything that you guys are going through. And I obviously we have our own issues too, but I think 
what I'm seeing, what I experienced and what I witnessed just yesterday, not, not, not necessarily win the Gold Cup, but seeing how much these players love this coach, how much these players believe in this coach, that carries a lot of difference. And players will do a lot. And I'm excited to see what happens in Copa America. I'm excited to see when next time Mexico-U.S. play. I'm excited to see if it's Greg Valhalter with Jim Lozano. And I, and I would love, would love, doesn't have to be today, doesn't have to be today. I would love to make a bet with you. Love to make a, a friendly bet. A friendly bet. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, I totally get it, Gio. <laughs> Ted Lasso, Mexico version. Just believe. Yeah, yeah. No, no I, don't, I, don't, I don't even watch Ted Lasso. I don't even watch Ted Lasso. Well, that, I, well, you know the sign, right? The believe yeah, sign? Yeah, yeah, or do you yeah. not know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm wrestling. He, it, that's all you're telling me is just, well, what I saw, it looked good. I like the new coach. They believe in him. They believe in him. No, sure. Belief he, is great. Yeah, yeah, Skill matters. Tried. Talent talent is what matters. 100%. Ability on the pitch. And that is, is where Mexico is, a, is falling off. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, you're, you're very, very in a high horse after Mexico winning, which is, which is totally fine. It's totally fine. No, it's, it's, it has nothing to do with that. It's that, it's that you want to argue my tweet and my tweet is. No, 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 no. I, I, to you, to you, to you. But we'll, we'll see. To Look, the we'll, facts, we'll see what happens. To the facts. <laughs> I gotta give you a little bit of grief. I gotta give you a little bit of grief. I know I I, I appreciate it, but I I love it. But in the end, you know, four out of five, right? In the end, until Mexico can prove that they can beat the United States again, they can't. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll see. We'll, we'll see because we're we're gonna replay this clip again, and we'll we'll make a friendly bet because I I love these type of uh, rivalries and I love and I banter is always fun. If I, if I'm if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and if you're wrong, that's just that's just gonna be the cherry on top for me. Yeah, if if, if Mexico can come <laughs> back and 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 beat United States in Copa America, beat them in 2026, yeah, let's let's see it happen. Let's see it happen. No, I'm ready for it. But with that, um, Justin, it's been fun. It's been fun. Got me up here <laughs> with my sombrero celebrating. Uh, but yeah, no, it's been it's, it's been a good pod. It's been a lot longer than I thought it was going, and I got a bunch of people blowing me up and texting me about random things right now. Um, <laughs> any last words? Any last words, Justin? Tune into the Women's World Cup if you have nothing else to do. You want to watch some soccer? Women's World Cup kicks off soon enough. Um, yeah, it's going to be really exciting. It's not going to be a U.S. running through everybody this year. It's going to be a, a very competitive tournament. So definitely tune into that. Yeah, check it out. Also, check out Leagues Cup. I mean, that's going to be exciting. Um, if you're interested, uh, check out the MLS All-Star game. See, see what happens. See how creative it gets. Um, but, yeah, so for Justin, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody.